Hi, good morning, and welcome to Funny Minds. This is Matt Nuccio. Am I saying your name right? Yeah, you got that right. And most okay. people put it. Nuccio. Matt is uh, the president and founder over 30 years of Design Edge. And Matt has probably developed most of every game that we have played and the audience has played. And we're going to let him give us an idea. We have played. Well, you know, games we played That's as kids. That's obviously a young man. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing with his toys. I bet I was. I bet. So, Matt, tell me, why did you why did you decide to get into toys? Well, that's a good question. So I'm actually not the founder, but I was here when it was founded. So I actually grew up in the toy business. My father started in the toy business in 1969, working for Ideal Toys, who made a lot of games. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, and then he was at uh, HG Toys for about 15, actually 17 years. When they were bought by Superior Toys in 1987, he didn't want to move from New York to Chicago. So he started Design Edge with my mother out of the garage. And I was 14. Wow. And I was, as I like to say, I was drafted from day one. So I think <laughs> So mom and dad worked together and it was no uh yeah, no, and then no they're, they're, they're still married, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After all these years. <laughs> well, they yeah, played yeah. a lot of games together. I mean, there yeah. you go. Yeah, but they but they haven't really you know worked here at least in a full-time capacity for uh, many years at this point. You know, yeah. uh, I see my mother like once a week, just she just comes in to look at the books and that's about it. And my my father <laughs> he'd rather be fishing. Or, or playing his guitar. That it's it's he's got plenty of hobbies, so he doesn't need to come in here. So tell us some of the toys that Design Edge has uh, made Jeez, famous in my in my career. Well, we've invented, designed, engineered, uh, you know, done packaging for, or manufactured, you know, some pretty big hits over the years. Um, I mean, some early. I started at the beginning, right? Um. Early in my career, I uh, worked in the Power Glove, and then we worked on uh, uh, Tickle Me Elmo, uh, Pogs, uh, oh. and then, you know, and then, geez, it just gets, we've worked on Pound Puppies, uh, Barbie, um, Transformers. Wow. You did Barbie? Well, we've worked on some some Barbie products, yeah, but many stuff. Oh, okay. Barbie. I mean, everything from, you know, from out-licensing Barbie to direct, so, um you know, We've even done Barbie bicycles, right? It's like it's uh, oh <laughs> all sorts, all sorts of crazy stuff too. You know, work with with Rubik's, and then you know, and then uh, Tom worked with lots of celebrities and 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 you know, games over the years. Uh, you know, some things that were pretty decent hits in, in the specialty market that you know, uh, like like vocabulary or hashtag it or or you know, name five. Um, uh, lots of monopolies. Sorry. Uh, oh, the different oh, yeah. clue. We've worked on all that. Yeah. So we're. Oh, uh, I love clue. Yeah, yeah. So do I. You know, uh, the most recent clue we did was uh, the Avengers Junior clue. <laughs> oh, really? I haven't seen that. Well, my yeah. my grand my grandsons are older. I have two older and one younger, so he'll be coming up to that soon. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a huge clue yeah. fan of though. I I play. I have. You know, I have two sons. We play a lot of games, but right now we're really into Risk. But I haven't, I haven't, I never designed a Risk. So they like Risk and Settlers of Catan. You know, they're more strategy based. They like to whip my ass and then rub it in. <laughs> 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 so, 
as you should. So you so you came from uh, New York. Where where in New York? New York City? Yeah, uh, well, Long Island. Oh, about uh, we're about forty minutes outside of Manhattan. So okay. that, that explains the new geo. Yes, 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 yes. Family uh, immigrated into into Brooklyn and pretty much just stayed stayed in the area, you know. And well, that's one side of the family. The other side immigrated into Manhattan, and then I I'm a quarter Portuguese. My mother's father is uh, from Madeira, Portugal. Uh, he moved here. Well, I love family. Portuguese food. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, they have Never. a whole section down in Newark. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy being, uh, you know, just Southern European in general. You know, that's that's right. what I do myself. You know, I, you know, give me some some seafood or some pasta. I'm I'm fine. You're good. <laughs> You're good. Then you made the you made the jump out to uh Chi Town, which is uh beautiful city, man. I mean, obviously we're from Jersey. I, I you know, I lived in New York City and Brooklyn for years, so I know it well. Um, but I finally got out to Chicago a few years back to go see my Kansas City Chiefs and Bears. Man, I was impressed. Clean yeah, city, diverse. Yeah, I've, I've been there. Oh, the uh, airport is beautiful. O'Hare Airport, beautiful. Oh yeah. Like um yeah, but I mean, I go to Chicago like once a year, so we're still based in Long Island. We're we're um we're now located on the Gold Coast Movie Studio lot, which is the largest movie studio lot in on the East Coast. So they do uh they do everything from Marvel movies here to John Wick to uh a lot of shows for HBO. The filming Gilded Age right now, which is uh That's which great. is they built all the sets. It's pretty cool. He's, they used to do America's Got Talent here back when Howard Stern was the was on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! So we got to see the audience for that a couple of times. So it was, well, uh, Howard lives out. I think he lives out there, out in Hamptons. Yeah, um, he's he's got to be. I'm sure. I mean, they. Um, it's no coincidence that they filmed it here while he was host. I'm sure. Yeah, the man. Exactly. You know, we got. I Kevin would love to be on the production Stern company show. here. He lives nearby as well. Fantastic. Howard Stern used to be my hero on morning you know news and, and and radio and stuff i used to love listening to him yeah well we've we've worked with with the howard stern show on, on quite a couple of different things over the years uh six degrees of kevin bacon pretty much was launched on, <laughs> oh, yeah. on, on that. Uh, also i i once took uh gary you know baba booey around toy yeah. fair I, I just i just walking around that's cool with like staring at me like is that i'm like yes that is it's, it's baba booey <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and and sal he's we've just spoken to him uh that was more socially once you probably wouldn't remember me, but but uh gary would remember because we had several meetings and, i remember him from like together. stuttering john days yeah really uh, oh, yeah, stuttering yeah. John. yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was such like a strong part of that show and then he left but he went to the tonight show or whatever and then like that was it that was it totally yeah. it. done yeah, <laughs> yeah. so what do you have on the, the docket uh these days like where yeah like what's so what's many- What's going to be new in the toy industry? Ah, uh, see that I can't tell you. So, you know, oh, out of industry here, I got to, uh, you know, anything we design is it, we're oh. in some cases two years out. You know, we're we're developing yeah. stuff for movies that you probably don't even know are going into production. True. Okay, so it's gonna so the toy industry is really going to be keeping up with Hollywood. 
so to speak. We always do. We always do. Think back to well, yeah. You know, think back to you know, in, in the nineteen fifties, all those Marx cowboy sets were all tied into movies, and then you know, in the seventies, it's all Planet of the Apes and Star Wars, and right, oh, right. By the eighties, the toys are and the toys started dictating what was on TV, and you know, now you have Transformers movies, you know, and you, you, this is this is oh Barbie's, yeah, Barbie's coming out soon as as a film. You know, this is these are all. Yeah, we're we're uh, symbiotic. My my youngest grandson is into dinosaurs. He knows at four and a half years old knows every single dinosaur there is and has them also, you know. But um, my daughter took him to that show, the Jurassic Park show, mm-hmm. and he was fine. Everything was good. He was petting the bumpy thing, and da-da-da. once the show started, he was like. Please take me home. Please take me home. Please yeah. take me home. He got so scared. He thought they were the Tyrannosaurus Rex came out, and that was it for him. Yeah. 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 Well, I can see how that could be. That could be scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. The first time I tried the VR, the Oculus, I did the Jurassic Park thing. Mm-hmm. Blew me away. Yep. Blew me away. <laughs> I was pretty mind blown. Yeah. Well, that VR is pretty is pretty mind blowing, but. Uh... The only problem with that is like you're having a great time, but then your, your friends are filming you while you're got the thing on. Then you see yourself. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. A moron. <laughs> absolutely. And that dates back to like when the kids had the Wii and everything, and mm-hmm. they were doing a dance and the Michael Jackson stuff. Oh yeah, we were doing it back then. Oh, that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, the Mario. I was a big fan of, of of the Wii as well. You know, that was that was a nice little blip. You know, so I thought it was going to be a lot more popular for a lot longer, but you know, whatever. That's just. Now that technology's moving. Yeah. Fascinating else. But how many uh, how many kids you have? Two, two boys. Two yeah. boys? And like May. Mine are 19 and 21 now. So, so they soon to be soon to be 13 and 15. Yeah. Okay, teenagers, lucky you. <laughs> so they must have been like really like flipping out. Like the they were probably the most popular kids in class because it's like your dad can get us those toys. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, it's, it's funny because I, I tell a story because it, it, it's true. When I was in like kindergarten or first grade, I can remember, you know, like talking about you know, what our parents do in class. You know, one kid would be, uh, you know, a fireman, the father's a fireman or a cop or that. And everyone would be like, wow. And then, uh, and then, you know, get to me, and I'm like, my dad makes toys, and everyone be like, he's lying, lying. <laughs> Until Christmas time. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then fast forward, my youngest son and his preschool graduation. I remember that. You know, they're walking down, and they're like, you know, and this kid, you know, Billy wants to be a fireman, and 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 you know, Lisa wants to be a you know a police officer, and and then Lucas, that's my son, he's like. Lucas wants to make toys, and the whole audience laughed. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> How cute! <laughs> you know? Look at me now. <laughs> like, well, oh, wait, that must have been very interesting for like Christmas and your birthday. Like, yeah, not so. There's there's some memories of things like you know I don't I was never really. I think my kids had more access to toys than I because my father worked at a toy company, so he, he didn't own the company. He didn't. Okay. He was only really had access to the stuff that they were doing. But you know, it was the '80s, 
and I remember like playing army with my friends and my dad came home one day with like two master packs of like machine guns, <laughs> like, you know, and I was like, <laughs> like handing them out to my friends. Like, you know, like oh, you nice. know, now my father would make the news if he did that. Like, you know, uh, oh, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> my, my, but uh, my friends all remember that too. Like all of a sudden, like, you know, my friends like, I still got the Uzi your dad gave me. And like, they're all real. <laughs> amazed, you know? um, and then, uh, yeah, but you know, with my kids though, there's 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 a lot more access to stuff uh, because. Well, I would think too. Yeah, if they're around it so much, it it becomes just another day. So you you lose a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, because it's another thing. They're like they're like cool. I'm like yeah yeah. Cool. I'm like this, this thing is sick. It's, like, yeah. it's like my son plays in tribute bands, and you would think that his kids would be like trying to get the girls because his father's a musician that they yeah they don't ask to go yeah yeah they don't care <laughs> yeah. that's just i think you know it's uh it's just rebellion right you know it's it's yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Just, it's just yeah. what you do you know I, I, i'm sure you know like uh you know keith richards and mick jagger's kids are like dad you're so lame <laughs> oh you're lame absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. they roll yeah. the eyes you know? yeah. <laughs> so, so what was your favorite toy that's a hard one you know i get asked that a lot um mostly i remember her being really stoked as a kid and like i guess it was like kindergarten when i got the star wars like Death Star set, which didn't even look like a Death Star, just a couple of tears, and they called it the Death Star. But I remember just like that was just, like the greatest thing, and it had it like the little trash compactor because it was from the first Star Wars, so you could you know if you remember the Star Wars scene when they get stuck in the trash, oh, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was really cool. <laughs> but um, you know, otherwise, you know, lots of you know, just played a lot of games as a kid, and you know, really just and to this day, you know, just. To, it's a good imagination, you know. I play, I play with anything really. I love playing games like Yahtzee and stuff like that, and of course, dirty name games and stuff like that, which I'm sure you never had a hand in. You probably never developed any of those naughty games. There's lots of uh, we we call them um, corruptible games. So we corruptible. Of... Well, I'm very corruptible. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of them. <laughs> I think mine was uh, my Evil Knievel. Oh, Evil Knievel, yeah. No, your G.I. Joe. Like Kenner Toys, yeah, the Evil Knievel set, yeah, Evil great. Evil with the pump of the motorcycle and the house. Jumping over. No, I thought, it, I, I thought it was more your G.I. Joe. Well, G.I. Joes were cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then I would throw them out the window, so I assumed they were dead, so then I'd go down and bury them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spent all this money on a G.I. Joe and it wound up in the ground. Yeah, mine, I my, I loved Rock'em Sock'em Robots. That oh, was Rock'em Sock'em's Ideal Toys. Yeah, that's where my father uh, but, I uh, love yeah. that toy. They were, they were great. Yeah, Rock'em Sock'em still, still a great line. That's awesome. So are your sons going to follow in your footsteps and you don't want them to? Or you'd like them to go out and find their own lives? And um, do they? They're, they're, I'll let them do whatever they want to do. If they, if they want to work here, they can. I told my son, uh, if he wants to work here, you know, doesn't have to go to design school, which is what I did. I'm like, go to school to be an IP attorney. I can teach you all the design stuff. You know, that's really just a matter of, you know, day in and day out of, of learning skills. But, you know, the attorney stuff, I can save us a fortune and give us an edge. <laughs> oh, <absolutely. laughs> 
you never know enough attorneys. <laughs> yeah. And I have quite a few attorneys. That's that's my problem. I'm like, I have friends who don't have any attorneys. I'm like, I have one for this and one for that and one for that. And, you know, I get, oh, yeah, I'm sure you have. I'm sure you had a patent things and, you know, like IP attorneys and business copyrights and, and yeah. all of that. Yeah. So you have a lot of different attorneys, I'm sure. Which yeah. I'm I've learned, sure I've learned how to handle attorneys, too, because, uh, yeah, certain types, you know, if, I see people get around attorneys and they treat them like they're like clergy and they're scared. to. I'm like, it's just a regular guy. It's like it's like know, agree I with him. Know. You can let him know you don't agree with him. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so your one son is into it, and uh, your other son. Oh, I mean they're 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 both they're both someone. My my youngest son really really likes to draw. So he draws a lot. He's very very creative. But you know they're busy being being boys at this point. You know they yeah, yeah. especially yeah. you know but my oldest son's playing he just finished wrestling season he's playing lacrosse you know which is on long island is a big deal you know it's uh okay parts of the country's like what's lacrosse i'm like over here it's a big deal um <laughs> uh, they both uh downhill mountain bike and they uh and my youngest son races bmx oh that's cool that's super cool it's amazing how where where you live dictates what kind of sports are offered oh yeah yeah well i grew up playing lacrosse too like it, it, when i was in high school like if you played lacrosse in long island you could pretty much get a scholarship anywhere because mm -hmm. it, like, it was like the hotbed of lacrosse so there's but now it's everywhere i've got like my friend who lives out in la he's like we didn't even know lacrosse was when i was when i was in high school he's like now like they you know really? there's leagues for you know for six-year-olds it's, 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 i don't think i've ever met anybody except for you now today that that really played lacrosse i mean it's not something that we did in jersey yeah, well, there's there's Jersey lacrosse teams for sure. You yeah, know, now, I, but I mean, back then. I think part of lacrosse is just like it's it's, you know, growing up in the '80s. I think it's when lacrosse starts to blow up because of, and this I understand because of injection molding. You know, the same process as toys. So lacrosse sticks went from being these like wonky looking, you know, like homemade Indian weapons to having yeah. very sleek, sleek <laughs> designs. <laughs> yeah. That having very sleek designs uh, that that was just appealing. They just looked cool, you know. And I think that was part of the appeal. And and those designs have only gotten cooler, you know. I mean, do well, I? They think and, and they offered at the better schools as well. I mean, all the yeah, they do higher tier schools automatically have lacrosse. And yeah, hockey. yeah. But the thing at Long Island is like every school has lacrosse teams, and then it's like, but the yeah. rest of the country, you're right. It was like a higher tier school thing, and that's why you, you could get scholarships, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And hey, they do scholarships for paintball now. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm serious. Do they, they do, really? and they give scholarships. They give scholarships oh my goodness. Too. <laughs> yep. Wow. You, you can have a scholarship for esports. It's true. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, it's amazing what they have out there now. You know, in the way of uh, competitive. You know, I mean, these kids are making tons of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 true. We work we work with quite a few influencers, and uh, we, mm -hmm. we 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 see the success, you know, firsthand. Where did you wind up going to school? Uh, did you just I, I went to school I went to Manhattan in Manhattan to uh, the Fashion Institute of Technology FIT. FIT, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But it was a good school. It was a good time. It was it was good to be a, a, a straight male in a school that's eighty percent women, and then most of the guys are not straight. So it was uh, yeah. No, I mean it just is what it is. It's right. just that industry. Yeah. So, do you have your own manufacturing company? 
Yeah, so we well, we don't sell to retail, but we are the eight manufacturing agent to lots of smaller to mid-tier toy companies, and we do projects for some of the larger companies. Uh, so yeah, we 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 manufacture all sorts of goods, toys, games, uh, packaging, okay, uh, clothing, you name it. How big of an operation do you yeah. have as far as uh, workers? How many uh, staff do you have on board? Yeah, that's always a good question because uh, you know my problem is is the. Uh, the, the the China offices sort of run sovereign, so I you know I really just I I give a budget to to two uh, two different offices to the heads of those offices, and they and they sort of hire and fire at will. But I they think, just, uh, they, they yeah, yeah. So we're, we're but I think we're floating around twenty. It's not you know we're okay. Not, we're, not, we're not huge. We're not we're not tiny, but we're you know we're you know mm -hmm. I think we're uh, just just bigger than a freelance outfit, you know. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best way to go. I don't know. I I, I came Sometimes from ma manufacturing, and uh, we had a lot of we we dealt with um, aluminum castings mm -hmm. for the aerospace industry. So we, you know, our foundry was pretty big, and you know, we had a lot of different departments, and naturally so. So I would think making toys, you would have to have a lot of different departments too. You no. Know? Yeah. Well, we worked a lot of different. I mean, you had the molds. We have yeah, there's there's molds and there's different types of molds and different processes. You know, there's right. some things are injection molded, some things are blow molded, some things are rotocast, some things are wood yeah, diecast, diecast, yeah. yeah so. Um, and in fact, that's what's helped me get other accounts that are not toys. Uh, mm -hmm. So there's been times where companies come to us because our our knowledge is so across the board. You know, because right. we work with you know some industries, and you know all the guy knows is thermoforming and he's an expert in thermoforming and they'll be shocked that i know about like you know five or six different types of molding like how is it even possible I'm like because we work in everything because toys are just different versions of what adults play with right you know? exactly yeah so we're at every we're at every type of material more so than any other industry i really can't think of another industry that touches on so many processes so you're dealing mostly with well, you have metal. You do die cast, so that's metal type type of metals. What kind of metals? I mean, but every type of metal. I mean, we do you know we we do outdoor sporting sets that are you know aluminum tubing. You know, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, you know, yeah. We, yeah, we've done some things in steel over the years. Um, yeah, all you know, you, you there's not something. The only thing I think I'm not doing much of, if anything, is glass. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. like okay. But, you know, but I can get glass if I if need be. You know, we we know we know factories that make glass figurines. It's just not very trendy. Right, um, right. You know, you know. So what what would you think the the hardest type of toys are to make? Successful ones. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah. The hardest types of toys to make, they're they they all have their own challenges, you know. Okay. And and hard can really depend on your definition of hard. Now there's it's there's a low, you know, barrier barrier to entry for say games because you don't really have any tooling. You can just printing. Um so you know, from a cost perspective, you know, that's that's easier compared to you know, some large injection molded, you know, place uh playset or electronics device. Right, but, right. Yeah, but you know, board games there's a there's a lot of them out there. It's hard to compete in a, on a on a very in a startup sense, but you can oh you go down the game aisle and oh my god, in, in like Walmart or 
or yeah. something. It's, oh, yeah. it's games and puzzles were, I think together were up like a thousand percent during COVID. It was like ridiculous. Oh, oh God. yeah. Oh yeah. That must have been a, a, a big, uh, I mean, that must have worked <laughs> to your benefit. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm not going to complain about that. You know, while, which is odd to think, yeah. <laughs> you know? but, but the problem was though, you know, while that was exciting, while it was happening, we also had major supply chain issues. And that yeah. uh, and yeah. caused uh, late deliveries, and some of those late deliveries are now struggling retailers because they didn't get the goods in time for the, those Christmases, and then then the goods arrived late, so they're sitting on stuff, so they didn't order stuff for the following year. So it did ultimately, I guess, even out at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, when you did the Tickle Me Elmo, I remember when that came out. And I remember people standing online for like hours. Oh, that was like oh, a yeah. drag out. Unbelievable. I remember when it first came out and I was like, oh, cool. Here's the doll that, you know, I did marker renderings for because that's how long ago it was. And uh, and next thing you know, it just started snowballing and then it became like a major sensation. But times were different then too. You're never going to get a product like that because you had a captured audience on captured platforms. So the news would grab hold of, what's the hit toy and that all the channels would run, you know, the hot toy for this year. And right. And they would just try to do that. This doesn't happen anymore. People ask me like, what's the hot toy for this year? And I can tell them the name of the hot toy. They're like, I've never heard of it. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> and that's the only idea. A lot of people are like, Oh, so like what are some, what are some toys you're working on right now? And I can name, you know, the hottest toys we've worked on in the last five years. And most, most people are like, bl like blank, you know, mm -hmm. like, like, yeah, you never heard of it. Cause you're not eight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I I was this lunatic mother that used to go shopping in like July and August, and and have all of their stuff ready for Christmas and up in the attic and 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 already wrapped, like you know, in between when they were never around and stuff. Yeah, yeah very easy to unwrap. <laughs> <laughs> but last year, my daughter. My daughter called me in a panic and she's like, oh my God, he wants it. It was something with Bluey or something, Bluey's camping thing or whatever it was. And I said, gee, I think I bought that on my list. And I looked and I said, oh yeah, I bought that back in February. No, you have to give it to me. I have to give it to her. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait a minute. Why? She says, because everybody wants one. I can't get it. And I... Like I put it, I mean, the toy industry is incredible. I mean, like financially, it's it's a great industry to be in. I bought the thing for $29.99. It was up to $125. Yeah. Because, you know, the demand, demand was there. Yeah. Do you put out uh, specific uh, collectibles that are, you know, that are ma manufactured specifically to be collectibles, not yeah, just, yeah, oh, you yeah, bought a toy, yeah. you held on to it for 30 yeah, years now. Worked on, uh, I mean, a lot of the stuff behind me, yeah. you know, was mm -hmm. collectibles that were designed for the player. You got so much behind you, it's hard to... I know. <laughs> you know, you, I used to I used to tell people the the, the toy range ranged from uh, from Tickle Me Elmo to Living Dead Dolls, you know, because mm -hmm. that Living Dead Dolls is a good example of something that we were, were part of the initial launch and, and did everything for the first, you know, uh, five or six years of its of its existence and those are highly collectible in the goth mm -hmm. market um you know some of the prototypes i have people have offered me you know big bucks for uh but they're, everything's packed away i always forget what i'm sitting on but yeah we, we've done you know all all sorts of you know 
funky looking Japanese style collectibles to you know lots of action figures. Um, you know, even some of the games we do are, are done to be collectible. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we definitely the collector's market is uh is 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 there and and lots oh, of God, yeah. games to play with toys to now too. I remember when uh when I was a kid in uh you'd hear about you know in japan they read adults read comic books and collect toys and you're like that just sounds weird well america will never do that fast forward you know 30 years and adults read comic books and, and collect toys and go to marvel movies <laughs> like this are is you like, kidding me i'm 55 years old you go in my room i have a toy shelf i collect a lot of stuff from joe the movie jaws i'm a big jaws freak oh, yeah it's a good movie i have i have toys that i Keep them in the box. They're all set up. I mean, it just, I'm a, I'll, I'll never get past the age of eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, took, I took my kids to see Jaws on the big screen this past summer. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, they redid. They, they put it out. I think it was in 3D at, at yeah. the original. And yeah. uh, I, was, I was right there. Yeah. Are you kidding? I love it. So, yeah, my wife just, you know, looks at me like, I'm like, listen, it's, well, I yeah, that's because men never grow up, so they have to have no. their toys. Yeah, no offense. <laughs> it is what it is. Women shop, them. men have toys. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what else no, you Women have toys too. <laughs> Sometimes. He, he doesn't manufacture those. He probably could. <laughs> I know the silicone. Uh, I know. I know how to mold silicone. That's fine. <laughs> no, that, that's that's too much. Well, I I really I, I'm excited for you because you, you get to you get to work with a lot of very interesting people, and and of course you're not going to spill the beans. So I guess you you're ahead. You know everything that's coming that we don't. She's got the magic. So yes, ball. you have yes the eight ball. Oh, I love the eight ball, and uh, and so that's a lot of. I'm sure you must have a lot of fun with that. You know, meeting these people, sitting down with them, and you know, going through their ideas and everybody back and forth, and and how you're going to do this, and yeah, and the then process is the is the best part. Hey Matt, do you have a an in house uh, just special creative squadron, or is it just a yeah. collective? You do. Yeah, it's all in house, so it's uh yeah, and that's basically what we are. That's, that's the yeah. You have your so engineers. Yeah, so I mean, some guys are stronger at certain things than other things, but most people here are pretty well rounded, and we build prototypes and we do the design and we do packaging. Right, right. Yeah, and see if they like it, whether if they want to change it, you know. Is there any um, like like uh, R and D up front? Do you put put out, you know, a little bit to show to people and see what type of reaction they get, like you would a movie? Uh. Yeah, I mean, you do well, that, and you do that all the time. I mean, there, there's, there's, it's shown to the trade in that in that way. So there, there's, there's toy shows, and there, some of them are mm -hmm. private, and you know, prototypes are built, and marketing plans are drawn up, and you bring in the retailers or Target or Walmart or Kohl's or Barnes right. or whomever, and you show them what's coming, and they they review, and you hope that they order them, and then you know that's that's how so it's just it. an up upfront, you know, showing dealing. Yeah, and then they, you know, you try to get orders, and then you go into production. Or yeah. if you're dealing with the okay. specialty market, then you go into production with a small run, and you sort of sell them at shows. You know, so you're launching the balloon to see, so to speak. 
yeah. what's going to be best in, in the industry. Mm -hmm. Aside from the special orders that are done, you know, like with Marvel and stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. that they they ask for this the creative part to be done. But you do the test balloons and and see what's gonna what the market is gonna take. Yeah, and there's sometimes where um I don't even know something that we worked on, whether it makes it to market or not. There, there are times where I'll just, you know, be at a toy store and I'll be like, oh, that, that came out. I didn't even okay. know. What was what was one of your biggest surprises? What what is the one toy that you did because you were asked to do it and you thought it was gonna be a throwaway and it wound up just behind them? Um, you know, that that particularly doesn't happen only because when it starts taking off you know, there becomes more demands for the product. Mm -hmm. It starts to get buttoned up harder. And then, so we were getting feedback on on it. And uh, all of a sudden, there's changes that, you know, certain retailer loves it. We have to do an exclusive for this guy or in this color or that. Right, so right. kind of, you see that happening. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to say goodbye. Oh. Because <laughs> our time is up now. <laughs> But it was very interesting to meet you and uh, to hear about everything that you've done. And I think it's amazing because everybody loves toys. I don't care who you are. People love toys. We love to be entertained. And um, you've been a very, very big part of that all your life. And your dad, too. You know, I mean, and your mom. dad being out there and your mom. <laughs> and yes, and mom. We can't yep. forget mom. You know, mm -hmm. we never forget mom. But, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. And uh, where can people find you? Probably, well, most people find me on LinkedIn. You know, it's, it's Matt Nuccio. Mm -hmm. That's M-A-T-T-N-U-C-C-I-O. Or uh, you can go to our website, designage.net. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the time with us today. And uh, to all of our audience, I, I know you're going to enjoy listening to Matt and, and you've probably played with a lot of these toys and your children too. And uh, you can find Funny Minds, you can find us on Spotify and YouTube and video and all other platforms on audio. And if you go to the website, um, you will see a big purple donate sign. Huge. And we um, support two very crucial organizations that are very important to us, and that's St. Jude's Children's Hospital and um, Women's Breast Cancer. So anybody listening, if you go on our site, funnyminds.com, and go in and please help children, help people with cancer, women, you know, it's it's very important. And they do a great job. And Matt, I'm so happy that you were on today. and. I can't wait to see what's coming in the future. Say it right. You know, right. Lucio. 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 He's going to go have his, his, his pasta now. Oh, yeah, it's Lucio. Yeah, he's pasta, right? Portuguese pasta. <laughs> Matt, it, it was really great. It well, was thank you really, both. really great. Thank you. And thank good you luck to you in the future and everything that you're yes. going to do. Thank you. And you too. Yes. Great show. Yeah. Keep, keep up the good work. Thank you, Matt. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye.